This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite Quick Bite. This week, one of our team has a new product to talk about. Uh, it's George, and uh, his partner in crime is Rick Wasserman, and they've designed the Tri-Booth, which I did see online. It looks fascinating. What's the story, George? Well, I think Rick should really introduce it, because this thing exists because it was something Rick literally invented for himself because there wasn't something else solving the problem. So, Rick, take it away. Oh, thank you, George. George has been my engineer for forever. I'm an actor. I was on Broadway. I was in Lion King. And I found my way into voiceover promo for the most part. I'd been the voice of HBO for a while and the Food Network for a while. And then I was the voice of A&E for four years. And then the day I lost that, I became the voice of AMC for the next 15 years. And... Because of the rigorous schedule of voiceover, I was not able to go and do the kind of theater that I wanted to. But that's fine. It's a regular recurring gig, and I am not complaining. But after a while, I think 10 years into it, I started to go a little nuts. And I told my wife, I said, listen, I'm spending all my time in this in this booth, this box, and at some point, I'm going to croak, and they'll put me in another box. So <laughs> between now and then, I need to spend a little time outside of the box. And she got it. So... George helped me. We kind of sourced a, a kind of a traveling booth rig on eBay, and we had it shipped to where I was going to go do a show. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. We noted that there was a couple of things that we might change, and it was pretty much, like you say, made out of gardening supplies and blankets, and we thought, surely, the next show I get, we could build something better for me, just for me. And we did. And over the next several years, when I got a show, we would kind of build our next version and our next version. And finally, we got it to the point where we didn't have to ship it anymore. And it felt just like my studio at home, except that I could put it in a suitcase and put it on an airplane. Anyway, so flash forward a few years, I'm doing a master class at UConn, and I take my little travel booth over to uh, New York to meet my family. I brought it to my agent's office and a very fancy voiceover actor, uh, who also happens to be a a previous sound designer. Right, that's what he's saying, yeah. (laughs) Saw it and he said, what is that? And I said, it's my travel booth. And he went, I'll buy it. I said, oh, well, it's uh, it's not for sale, It's it's just for me. And he went, let me buy it. So I went back to Los Angeles, told George about it, and we started developing it. And in fact, that gentleman was the first one who bought what would become the Tri-Booth. And another year later, we are now patent pending. We have launched a website, and other people can enjoy traveling and doing voiceover comfortably and confidently. So it's a, yeah. it's a really, look, it's, it's funny and, and timely because I just did a bit of a road trip and stuff, and I was sort of cobbling things together as I went. Um, but that was something I kind of thought would be a really good idea to have something that would be like a frame you chucked a blanket over. And you've kind of done a fancy version of exactly that. It is exactly that. It is the pillow fort. It is the PVC booth made sexier. It is upgraded. We have considered everything and everything's included. There's nothing... Obsessed over the details. Yeah, we obsessed over it. Uh, And again, originally, I just made it for myself. We had no intention of selling this to anyone else until it turned out that other people said, I'm tired of dismantling my bed at the hotel and making forts out of uh, ironing boards and pillows. It would be so nice to, to, to know that wherever I went, I could record at any hour of the day with the same quality that I'm used to. And that was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. consistency from place to place. And how does the, uh, how does the external, you know, the room itself affect what goes on inside the, uh, the tri-booth? Well, the, 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 we basically what we have is, you know, this arrangement of these sound blankets. And 
we spent a long time trying to figure out what can we get away with? Can we, should we add more? Should we take away some? How many layers, this and that? And what we found was we, we got this like happy, this, this sweet spot, I think, where we deadened down the typical like hotel room pretty nicely. Um, the room we're in right now is like a torture test because it's very wide open. It has almost nothing in it. It's totally barren. So you're going to get a tiny bit of that room reverb that you might, guys, you guys might pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we also have one third of the booth open for Rick and I to stand here more comfortably. We don't have it fully enclosed. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the space that you're recording within, the most important thing is that it be relatively quiet. You wouldn't, you know, be able to wreck, wreck this thing uh, outside on the patio when there's, a, you know, construction going on. Um, it has to have a degree of, you know, quietness to it. It's not a soundproof booth. It's not something, you know, that's di- directly going to replace like a whisper room. Yeah, or but something. to be sure, if I'm in my whisper room, which I've had for I don't know twenty years, and someone stands outside of it and snaps their fingers, I'm going to hear it. Yeah, you know? it's so not soundproof either. It's not soundproof either. Yeah, you know why they call it a whisper room? Everyone outside has to whisper. Because <laughs> you can hear somebody whispering outside. Yeah, everyone outside has to whisper. It's true for most of the the, the booths that are made out of, of wood and have foam inside and things. You know, they have a single layer of that wood material that can do so much. And, you know, to do better, you have to double the weight or more. This is something, again, that will travel on an airplane, can be checked as luggage, and will not incur overweight fees. And that, that was a critical part of this whole design. What I really like about it is that you can actually stand up in it and you could just set it up in a corner of a, an apartment, you know, or hotel room and just leave it there. You don't have to keep pulling things down, putting them back up again. It's just so that's easy. Right. That, that, that's what I like about that's it. That's right. And the good news is if for whatever reason you're on your big European vacation, you're going to go from town to town and city to city, it goes up and down in less than 10 minutes. And when it's up, it could stay up. Like you said, leave it in your room. Um, In fact, each booth actually comes with a do not disturb, we're recording sign, and then please make up the room uh, door hanger hanger, in in each one. So we've, we've just thought of everything we could possibly need. There is a dimmable LED light in it. There is a power hub. There's a, there's a tablet and iPhone charger. There's just everything we could think of. I was just going to say, you know, I'd lo- what I'd love to see is the look on the maid's face when she walks in and sees it for the first time. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially if you're recording animation in there. Yeah. Just, you should actually get a mannequin, like the lower half of a mannequin, <laughs> and just stand it up in there when you're not there. Or, or three or four of them would be even, <laughs> even better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a pair of hands on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a cruise once, on, a, on, a, on an ocean liner cruise once many years ago, and I left my camera on the, the dressing table in my cabin. And this was the days before digital photos. I got home off the cruise and got the photos developed. And there was a photo of the guy who'd made up my room, who'd obviously been looking at my camera and accidentally hit the button and took a photo of himself. <laughs> That's funny. Um, he was still closed. I want to see your face, Robbo, when you'd seen that photograph and then looked at your toothbrush. <laughs> I went, oh, oh, no. oh. thank you. Yes. Well, the other thing that makes this, you know, the, the, the construction of it aside and the, you know, the size of it, the form factor, it's, it's triangle floor plan. You know, it's not a rectangle or a square. So size wise, it's very efficient. You know, we found out that, you know, when your computer and your mic is at one corner, then you have your arms on either side of you and you have some space to move. And the rest of that rectangle is wasted space. So it's an efficient use of space. Um, that's something that definitely makes it unique. But I think really the most unique thing about it 
is that it's the only product you can buy that we know of that also includes a service, and that is having the audio processing for your booth and your microphone be fine-tuned by me. So when you buy one, I will take a sample from your, if you have an existing studio, I'll take that existing studio sample, something that you typically would record there, and then I'll have you record on the fly wherever you're traveling or at your home studio in the tri-booth, and then I will make a processing preset for the software you're using to as closely match that sound as possible. You that know. that is the gold here. It, that is the absolute gold, because I you know I have been doing a show out of town, and so I, I get in, I set up my booth. George knows what I sound like in my other booth. He has recordings of me. I get into the tri booth. I record tonight on The Walking Dead, and then I send it to him. And moments later, I get this filter that I stick into my uh, recording program. And the best thing I can tell you. The best compliment was none of the producers from the network even knew I was out of town. Yeah. They yeah. just assumed I was in my home studio. Yep. Now, George, here's a bit of a technical question. What's, what's your preference for a microphone inside that booth? Would you, would you use a large condenser or would you stick to a shoddy? Well, I mean, if you're traveling, for sure, a shotgun mic is very practical for travel. You know, the mics travel well. They can handle a little bit of abuse, you know, that a large diaphragm can't. But there's nothing to say you could not use a large diaphragm. In fact, the mic arm that we mount in here is, is really quite sturdy, and it will hold quite a lot of weight. So there'd be no issue in, in hanging a large diaphragm mic. In fact, we just delivered one to David Kay, and his daily driver is a U67. <laughs> is he going to travel with a U67? I don't think so. No. no. But he does have a P67 that's made by Peluso. Um, still uh, a, a pricey tube mic, but it's not a $7,000 tube mic. Um, and he's actually considering on maybe if he takes a longer trip, actually bringing that mic with him so he gets as close to his home studio sound as possible. Wow. Well, that's really cool. The only thing you've, the issue we have discussed before we started recording this is, of course, shipping over borders. For tax reasons, it's going to be very difficult to sell outside of North America. Well, we're hoping that eventually we can get someone to build it <laughs> in, in other countries. Yeah. Um, and we're looking forward to that. And we've already had people kind of sort of speak up and say, hey, what about us? And I want to share it with everyone. I mean, we have kind of visions of a rental system so that when you come into port, you go to whatever your, your local you know, audio store and pick up your rental, or it's already waiting for you at your hotel. Um, wow, that, that, that's to come. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we, we look forward to that. And, you know, the only other thing that we should mention is we had been concentrating on people like myself. These are professional voiceover people that want to, you know, break their golden handcuffs and get away and, and travel. But I, we realized that for a lot of people that are just starting their journey into voiceover and they don't want to, you know, usurp a, a clothes closet and dump their wardrobe, you know, over a couch, um, that they could get this. It's, it's fairly affordable so that uh, you could record at home. And then, of course, you could take it with you or just store it if you need the space in your small apartment. So not just for the pros. Yeah. So, so are you guys standing in it right now with like the, the back <laughs> curtain wide open? Is, is, is that how it's configured right now? We are. So what if George steps out and you close the back? I'm just curious what it kind of sounds like. Yeah, just, just George step out and, and yeah. give, us a, give us a line sure. or two from a promo or something you've done recently we can use to compare. All right, so now I'm here all by myself. Yeah, way different. Um, and what is the sort of things I do? I'm, I'm the voice of, uh, of the UFC. So I'd say, 
Coming up, the flyweight contender, uh, weighing in at so-and-so pounds. Tonight, the challenger in the co-main event. That's just me in the booth. Yeah, that, that's much different. Like, like closing that back is, is yeah, a huge completely difference. different. And yeah. you can just hear it. Like, like if you really strain, you can hear it. But it's nothing that like a little tight gate at the end can't like take care of the rest of it because it's... Or even you're like 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 sure. whatever and this room, room you're in is, is covered horrible. with windows, and we're in the middle of a city. Yeah, so. it sounds like you're in the, like the worst <laughs> room because it sounds like a two second reverb in there to begin with. Yeah, it's just all uh, sliding doors in here, so yeah, not the best room. Well, that, that's impressive. Wow, thanks. Okay, can I can I have George yeah, come back absolutely. in? It gets lonely. <laughs> you might not want him back in there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so what, just 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 curious, what what mic are you on over there? It's a four sixteen. Yeah, we have a 416 going into um, a newly acquired MicPort Pro 2 that I have, um, and that's it. It has a high-pass filter engaged on the MicPort Pro, and then uh, that's it's going to the system, no processing. What's a 416? Don't you mean a 416? Yeah. A 416. Yes, right. Sorry, I forgot what, what right. upside-down continent we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Awesome idea. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks so much. Really appreciate the support. That was the Pro Audio Suite. If you have any questions or ideas for a show, let us know via our Facebook, the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. You're looking for trouble.